0: motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week?
1: Thanks, Doug. Well, in checking elsewhere around North Dakota, the state's two largest and most popular fishing destinations continue offering up walleye success. Devil's Lake and Lake Sakakawea are both producing nice numbers of fish. Anglers on Devil's Lake are working slip bobbers and night crawlers in 8 to 10 feet along the weed beds or spinners and night crawlers in deeper water around 20 to 25 feet. Move around and work a variety of depths with overall good success throughout much of the lake. There's activity on Pelican Lake as well. Farther west, on the big water of Lake Sakakwea, the west end continues improving with a bit better walleye success as far west as Lund's Landing and Tobacco Garden. However, the big news remains the ongoing walleye success in the Van Hook Arm. Basically, just use your favorite presentation and move around throughout the arm. However, success isn't just in the Van Hook Arm. Walleye are showing up in nice numbers from Deepwater Bay to the east, as in over to the east end of Lake Skakwea. In between, work the Indian Hills area, Berthold Bay, Douglas Bay, and those bays around the east end on the north shore, as well as south shore areas such as Beaver and Beulah Bays. Try shallow water in the bays yet, using slow death hooks in 8 to 12 feet, or moving out to main lake points along the bays. Some anglers are switching to crankbaits in 20 to 30 feet. We're also starting to move a little closer to salmon season, and anglers are picking up a few from the face of the dam, working east to Dead Man's Bay along the south shore. Lake Audubon's garnering less attention as anglers focus on Lake Sakakwea, but Audubon is still producing bass. The Missouri River Tail Race is producing a mix of walleye and catfish from boats during the day, but anglers are finding limited trout and salmon numbers. Try Lindy rigs or spinners with night crawlers in the spillway channel or jigging in the holes for those walleye. The chutes are slow during the day, but you might find some catfish. Boats are producing better success in the shore or in the chutes, that is, in the in the chutes at night. Try the spillway pond area from shore during the day for a mix of catfish and walleye, or the tailrace boat ramp. However, the best success for walleye is working off of the rocks at night. Back to the east, the main water on Lake Ashtabula slowed for perch and walleye. We might be starting to see a little bit of the summer dog days starting, but anglers are still finding some success around the Ashtabula Crossing.
0: Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator again read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then, and not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and
2: Kyle Agri. Chat with Susie Kenner. She is a tourism director at Visit Devil's Lake, North Dakota, works for the Chamber of Commerce, How are you doing, Susie?
3: I'm great.
2: Everybody has heard that water levels in Devil's Lake have gone up, you know, three to four feet this year.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, What does that
2: mean for accesses, fishing, those kinds of things?
3: Sure. Uh, Well, fishing has been great. I've heard it's been on fire lately. Uh, Everybody I talked to said it's been wonderful, a lot of those eater-sized fish. And I, I've heard a lot of people catching some big ones too, so that's great. Uh, but yeah, those water levels coming up mean some of that structure is going back underwater or being uh, fishable again. Uh, some areas up in Pelican Lake are accessible again. And it's great for our boat ramps because uh, at the beginning or the end of the year last year, we were looking at possibly having to write some grants to, to put our ramps further into the water and lo and behold we didn't have to uh the water came up to like you said that three to four feet and we uh are, are safe and also our shore fishing piers have been safe too so that's good news
2: yeah that's all very good news last fall you know it was looking pretty bleak after a couple of years of drought and nobody really expected the winter we had and although it yeah. wasn't all that enjoyable going through that winter uh we are all reaping the benefits of that now, which is pretty, pretty darn awesome.
3: Yep, yep. It's been it's been good on the fishing side of things and the and the tourist side of things. So, can't complain there.
2: So, anybody that's going to be there this weekend, there's something special going on there this weekend uh, that they may want to partake in.
3: Yes, it's our seventh annual rib fest. So pretty excited except it's going to be hot. I think it's going to hit 90 degrees. So uh, not particularly looking forward to that. But yeah, if you're in the area, you're going to want to stop by. We've got kids games going on all afternoon. There's cornhole tournament, a volleyball tournament, uh, beer gardens and concessions are set up. Uh, The ribs will be smoking all day. We're expecting 20 to 25 rib cookers in the competition and uh, we're going to start judging at three o'clock and then we start serving at five. So pretty excited about that. Uh, And then John Fogarty, I heard is in town uh, in the evening out at Spirit Lake Casino. They opened up a a brand new outdoor venue, concert venue, which um, I think they're expecting about 5,000 people out for the concert. So yeah, it's, it's a pretty neat venue it's right along the water so you can see the lake and have a great time
2: wow sounds like a great weekend to be at doubles lake you can go catch yourself a little bit of walleye to take home and have for dinner at another time maybe catch a big one you can go eat some ribs and you can go to a concert i mean
4: yes.
3: it's
2: kind of sounds like a perfect day
3: what more do you need right i know that's why i tell people i love living here because there's always something to do and always um, able to get outside and take advantage of everything around the area. So, and still live in a small, tight knit community.
4: You know, and Susie as a, as an individual who travels to Devil's Lake to enjoy the fishing um, and I'm not going to lie, the fishing has been the main attractant. I I know for me to, to go to Devil's Lake, but over the last 20 some years, what I've really noticed is how there's so many more options now for families. Uh, you've got the resorts, the campgrounds, the restaurants, you have the beaches. Uh, it's becoming more of a, a just a, a well-rounded lake where you can recreate, you can fish, you can have fun, you can spend time just enjoying the outdoors.
3: Yep, exactly. And something uh, a little unique, the uh, park board took over our golf course a few years ago and they just put in a, a dock system. So you can boat up to the golf course and have a pizza or some appetizers, Uh put your golf clubs in your boat and boat over from across the lake if you want to. And they just started renting out kayaks and are hopefully going to expand on that with some paddle boats and paddle boards in the future. But yeah, so if you want to rent a kayak, if you don't have one to get out on the lake for a couple of hours, you can do that too. And like you said, the resorts and the uh, bobbers out at Woodland Resort is always fun. And Great family entertainment with live music and beaches and restaurants that overlook the lakes. So you can watch people trying to back in their boats, <laughs> so it's always fun. <laughs> always fun. So,
2: so, so that that golf course that's in Creole Bay, correct? Or the old it golf is.
3: course? It is. Yep, yep. It's on the other side of of Woodland Resort, right along the shoreline. There, uh, a great uh, newer clubhouse. They had to move it when they put in the dike for the flooding a few years back. And yeah, the holes are right along the shore there. And they it's very well maintained. maintained. I think it's one of the the nicer ones in the state. So you can come on fishing and put your clubs in.
4: You mentioned watching people put their boat and back their boat into the water. And one of the things that comes to my mind when you talk about a body of water the size of Devil's Lake is what happens if it's a windy day? Right. And, and I love Devil's Lake for the fact of there are multiple access points and boat ramps. And if one area is getting hit by the wind, you have many more options to choose from.
3: Yeah. Um, it, you know, it is great. We've got access points all over the lake. So if you can't get in on one side of the lake, on the west side, maybe you can get in on the left side. Uh, the, the roads are acting as dams and really protects... Uh, the shorelines. So, yeah, you know, tournaments are a little bit different because we put in in one area and, you know, you have to boat that 50, 60 miles, but if you can uh, get in on a, a different location and put your boat in, it's, it's well worth it.
2: You know, Susie, and I want to bring up something else too real quick. And, and I want the listeners to know that this isn't coming from Devils Lake Tourism. This is coming from Scotty, the angler and Scotty, the, the fishing promoter and that is that devil's lake is probably the best shore fishing and the most miles of possible shore fishing in the upper midwest if not all of the northern us i mean if you want to go shore fishing there is no place better than devil's lake in my opinion
3: yes and you know we've been trying to expand on that with the uh, the lake levels going up and down it's it's hard to To, you know, have that diversity where you can, you know, put in a resort and and feel comfortable and feel safe with where those water levels are going to be. But so it's kind of hindered a little bit, you know, for that shore fishing access. But we've got all of the, I don't know how many miles of riprap around the lake, which make, you know, great vegetation, feeding grounds and and so forth for the fish. Um, But we've put in, I think, four shore fishing piers now around the lake. And I know the one over in the Lakewood um, landing area is great at during the nighttime. I think you can uh, put your rod in the water about seven o'clock and be done by 730. And we've worked with Game and Fish. We have some step projects going in. So along Highway 57, we have there, it's not necessarily ADA compliant, but if you can use the steps, you can get down to that, that shoreline and hopefully we'll be able to put more in in that In the near future, we're going to work with Game and Fish on that.
2: That's awesome. Keep up the good work, Susie. Susie Kenner, Devil's Lake Tourism. Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors.
3: You bet. Thanks for having me. I hope everybody has a great weekend.
2: If people want to find out more information about Devil's Lake, what's the website?
3: Yes, so our website is DevilsLakeND.com, and it's Visit Devils Lake on Facebook. And uh, we try and put out weekly fishing reports for everybody and more information on what there's to do in the area as well.
0: Well, that is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.